0: Grow a Thriving Practice, a podcast made for biofield tuning practitioners, offering the resources to enhance your practice, grow your business, and continue your journey of self-discovery. I'm your host, Jillian Faldmo. Hello, tuner. I hope you are doing well today. I know that um, it's been the past few days have been really interesting as far as planetary alignments and um, the Schumann resonance um, spiking and and lots of things I really don't have a ton of knowledge on, but I am definitely observing that um, many people are um, just sort of struggling over the last few days. Um, I myself was laid out uh, on Tuesday with a huge migraine, and so I just... Um, I had a few clients scheduled and I'm just so grateful for my clients that they are so understanding. I texted two of them and um, just asked them if if we could reschedule because I had a migraine that I couldn't beat and they were just, they were lovely. Um, and I just really appreciate that and I'm sure that they appreciated me taking the time for myself and, and not pushing through it um, because that really wouldn't have benefited them right? And I'm just, I'm so grateful that, um, that I'm learning how to take care of myself, that I'm, I'm learning that um, I don't have to um, meet these expectations that I create for myself, and maybe that other people create um, for me. And that's actually, What I want to talk about today is relationships and the expectations that we have of ourselves and our clients and our business and um, how we can really get to a place of unconditional love where um, we can allow ourselves to be where we're at, we can allow our clients to be where they're at, and and how much nicer (laughs) of an experience that is, how much more pleasant Um, that experience can be uh, versus um, holding people to expectations so I want to talk about this in uh, as it pertains to having a biofield tuning practice because the relationships that we have um, whether they're related to our practice or not they all affect one another. And when we work on one relationship, we're really working on sort of all aspects of our lives and of relationships. And I think at the core, many people are often very confused at how relationships work. We're under the impression that in order to feel good in our relationships, we have to control what other people do and say. And What this results in is having so many rules for our relationships that we actually stop experiencing them for what they are. And we're more so locked in to our expectations of how our relationships should be. Right? So here's what I want to offer you. Relationships are thoughts. Your relationship with anyone, including the one you have with yourself, um, the relationships you have with your clients, your business, and your money are all dependent on the thoughts that you choose to think. All right, so I want you to identify a key relationship that might be impacting your practice. And if you can't think of one, I'll just have you think of your relationship with your practice as a whole. What are some of the thoughts about that relationship that you have? I want you to take note. What are the thoughts that you're thinking? What kind of picture are you painting? What's the narrative there? A few weeks ago I, I was coaching one of my clients and we were looking at her relationships and we were talking about this topic and um, I asked her what a key relationship that she had that was impacting her business. And there was a specific relationship at the surface for her that um, came to mind that said that she's been working on for a really long time. And it was her relationship with her husband. So I had her do a thought download, which is essentially verbalizing or writing down all the thoughts that you're currently thinking, totally unfiltered. And the thoughts that she gave me were, were painting a narrative of struggle, uh, resentment and unfulfillment. And not only that, but she was subconsciously giving her power to this relationship and making this relationship, the reason she wasn't dedicating time to her business. And when she was able to bring her awareness to her thoughts and recognize that those thoughts were choices, that she had the option to think differently about her husband, not only did this open up a new narrative for her, but she took her power back. And she realized that she could actually create the relationship that she wanted just by what she was choosing to think. Now, I may I know this may not seem related to growing a practice, but for her, it really was. It was something that was holding her back from scheduling her office time, creating a boundary for herself, and committing to herself and working on this relationship with her husband was also um, work on her relationship with herself and her relationship with her business. So isn't that interesting how it's all connected? Becoming aware of that one area of your life really helps you to gain awareness in all areas of your life. All right, so because relationships are really just thoughts. I want to explain this in terms of a concept called the manual. And uh, we all have manuals. I'll just start there. Um, it's a book of, of rules and expectations of what we think should happen in a relationship. It's uh, the expectations of what we think people should be doing. Um, and we often have, of course, we have one for ourselves, And... Um, oftentimes, these expectations and these rules are unspoken, um, which I giggle about because, you know, we expect all these um, all, we expect all these people to show up a certain way, to talk a certain way, to do certain things for us, and we never say it. <laughs> we never. You know, it's unspoken expectations and these really act as a barrier to creating loving relationships and it acts as as a barrier to flow and that exchange of give and take. So first we have to become aware of what our manuals are and then we can drop them. And that is really the best first step in any relationship where there may be friction, right? So you likely have a manual for yourself, you likely have one for your clients, and you likely have one for your business. And I'm gonna list some common expectations that you may have. I should be better at creating a business. The technology shouldn't be so difficult. I shouldn't fail. I shouldn't be so scared all the time. I should be further along than I am. My client should do what I tell them to do. My client should have more success with this. My business should provide money for me. My business should be more successful. My business should have more clients. My business should not require discomfort. (laughs) So I'd like you to take some inventory here. Maybe pause this, write down, what are some of the expectations you have for yourself, your business and your clients, or maybe plan some time to do it later. And then I want you to ask yourself, what if I drop these expectations? What would be different? See, the thing is, we believe that people should behave in a certain way so that we can feel good (laughs) and what we're doing here is we're looking to external sources to make us feel validated to make us feel loved to uh, make us feel confident accepted like we belong to make us feel successful and it's not anyone's or anything's job to make us feel anything all of that is within our own control. I remember my um, teacher, uh, Brooke Castillo, saying one time, it's not your job's job to make you happy. And that really lit something up in me. Like, wow, I have been relying on my job to make me happy, right? All of that is within my control. It's my job to make me happy. So in order to be happy at my job, I needed to create thoughts that would create feeling, that feeling of happiness. Um, and sometimes it didn't have to do anything with the job. Sometimes it, I just needed to generate a thought about myself that would contribute to my happiness or, or focus, put my focus on something else, um, such as um, the family time. Um, that I had, or um, nature, something about nature, right? Now, I want you to think about this, you know, when we're thinking that other people should behave a certain way, or the business should be uh, easy, or my clients should show up on time, Um, which is definitely a boundary that you can set and an expectation that you can set. And maybe we'll talk about boundaries and expectations in a later episode, but I just want you to think about when someone wants you to behave in a certain way to make them feel better. What's that like for you? Right? Oftentimes (laughs) we think they're crazy. (laughs) Right. Or or just being, um, you know, that's just not rational. Like you can't expect me to be the way that you want me to be. You're not accepting me for who I am. Right. And it just, it goes both ways. Right. So this is where the concept of unconditional love comes in. Most people think that unconditional love requires a sacrifice of self and should only be expected of saints. But what I want to tell you is that unconditional love is a gift that you give to yourself. It's knowing where you've placed conditions on someone or something and then loving them, choosing to love them without those conditions. Unconditional love is for you. And it's also for them. And it's for your money. And it's for your business. And it makes your life easier, not harder. Love feels good. And if given a choice, most of us would choose to feel love towards someone over any other emotion, yet most of us don't consciously choose to feel love. Instead, we choose to feel disappointment, anger, resentment, frustration, right? Can you relate to that? We have expectations of people in our business. And when they don't meet those expectations, we use that as an excuse to feel bad. And do you see how we create that instead of choosing to feel something wonderful, we just create pain for ourselves. Every time you dislike something or someone, you're choosing to feel dislike, and dislike doesn't feel good. It feels painful. And yet we pretend that it's not a choice at all. We act as though we don't have any control over how we feel towards someone else and their actions can control how we feel, but that's not how life works. We create our experience by what we're thinking and believing. So it's not the words or actions of others that make us feel terrible. (laughs) It's what we're choosing to think about, those words and those actions. There's a choice there. And while that may be hard for some to hear, that really is where our power lies. So if someone's acting like a jerk, right, acting like a jerk is a judgment it's a thought we can put what they're objectively saying or doing like really objective neutral um in in terms of of being a circumstance that we get to choose what to think about it and if we want to think that they're a jerk there's nothing wrong with that we can think that they're a jerk right but what does that create for you what kind of experience does that create for you so let's say, you know, there's someone at the um, store and um, uh, he cuts in line and he's yelling at the cashier. We can choose to think he's a jerk or we can choose to think he must be having a really hard time, right? And can you see how those thoughts are going to create different feelings in us? those feelings are going to drive our own response, our own behavior, which is going to create our experience. It's going to create a result for ourselves. Right? I've definitely been in this situation before where, you know, I'm at the store, someone's, someone's doing something or saying something, and I'm thinking, what a jerk. And I get angry. And I want to speak up, but I don't. And now I'm all it's tough, <laughs> um, and, and my experience is, is therefore, you know, kind of it, very resonant with his, right? Like, he's struggling, now I'm struggling. Now if we thought the, the, the other option there, you know, he must be having a hard time. Maybe that creates some compassion in us or concern, right? Concern maybe feels a little bit better than feeling angry pissed off right and then how we show up is you know we hold space We can hold space at the grocery store no problem and by holding space witnessing maybe saying to the cashier when the guy leaves like I'm so sorry that happened like uh, I hope you have a much better day than what you just experienced something like that and then you leave the grocery store feeling peace right and feeling calm knowing that you showed up how you wanted to Right. So, love is always a choice, no matter what. And you can feel that love whenever you want. And I think sometimes people equate love to um, saying yes all the time. Like I said, like people may equate unconditional love uh, as sacrifice or something only expected of saints, but sometimes love means saying no. Right? Think about that. Sometimes saying no benefits you and it benefits the other person. And that doesn't mean that it's always easy, but what's harder is saying yes, when you mean no. Who does that benefit? (laughs) Right? Nobody. So becoming aware of your manual and dropping into unconditional love can sometimes require someone else to, to point it out. To help you understand where your expectations lie. And sometimes you can do it on your own, just, you know, taking note, what, what am I expecting of this person or this thing? And what do I think that's going to make me feel right? And when you can practice to, to become aware of this and to choose love, to choose to drop the conditions, I promise that that will lead to your success your confidence and your connection, and that's all coming from within. And when you start to harness that, nothing will get in your way. All right, my friends, for more help and support with this, I'd like you to, uh, I'd like to invite you to join me on Wednesday, June 30th at 4:30 p.m. Pacific time for a group session on cultivating self-love. It is absolutely related to this and I think will be very supportive and helpful moving forward. Um, to register for that you can go to JillianFaldmo.com and click on biofield tuning sessions and I hope to see you there and if not, I'll catch you on the next episode, bye. Hey you- If you're feeling stuck on where to go next and you're wanting to grow a thriving practice so that you can serve more people, increase your finances, and increase your freedom, let's hop on a call together. I want to hear all about it. Visit my website at JillianFaldmo.com to learn how I can help you.